you know, obviously what happened is in the past. I think everybody remembers it, but, you know, he's not going to dwell on it. I know he's not dwelling on it either. Uh, so I know our fans are going to come and, and support and be loud, be proud. We're going to fight our tails off for it. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Alongside Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth, I'm Chris Mack in for Ed Egros today and tomorrow here on the BetQL Network. It is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM live coast to coast on the BetQL Network, wherever you may be in the world on your Odyssey app and on Twitch, twitch.tv slash BetQL or YouTube. Search for the Odyssey Sports Channel, and we are there with you. Get ready for Week 10 of the college football slate. That coming up in about 40 minutes and 20 minutes. Paul Charchian of KFAN in Minnesota to talk about one of the big NFL trade deadline-related stories in Josh Dobbs, acquired by the Vikings to sort of sort of hold the fort down uh, while Kirk Cousins is out the rest of the year. Is there any reason to believe that maybe – there's still a future for Kirk Cousins in Minnesota beyond this season. Uh, that's just one of at least a handful, guys, of quarterback situations to keep an eye on this week. We talked about some of them a few moments ago, um, and there are angles to all of these that we started to break down when looking at Survivor specifically. Uh, but let's let's go to one that we didn't touch on when, it, when we talked Survivor that is interesting because – you got one quarterback who is going to get time to prove himself, but has not really shown us much yet against another guy. Talk about journeyman. Talk about career backup uh, and a team that is struggling to find any kind of momentum. Jordan Love and the Packers hosting Brett Rippon and the L.A. Rams if Matt Stafford can't go. Just add it to the list, Joe, of games where – Backup quarterbacks make us go, oh, oh boy, how do I handicap this thing? Mm-hmm. And maybe one should be a backup quarterback. The one in Green Bay. Yeah. Like that, that's my first thought. Like, I understand, oh, backup quarterback angle. So you would lean Green Bay. And I heard this week that a lot of sharps early in the week were on Green Bay. I can't stomach that. This is a Rams look or nothing for me. That That's how I'm approaching this game. Um I can't lay points with the Packers. This four-game – it's not just a four-game loss. It's the way it's looked has just been god-awful. I mean, Jordan Love, they have not covered their, any of, of those last four games. Now, when I think about trusting the coach, that's big when we go with these uh, backup quarterback angles. And we go LaFleur versus McVay. There's no doubt what side we're going to go on. Look at the receivers, okay? The weapons that you have, which side are you going to be on? You want to be on the Rams side or you want to be on the Packers side? It's still a lot of unknowns. Watson's getting involved more, but it's still a lot of unknowns with with all those Green Bay receivers. So many young guys, year one, year two. Uh, Cup and Puka, I I still think he's going to be able to scheme things up where they're involved enough in the offense. It is now a running back split with the L.A. Rams between Royce Freeman and Daryl Henderson. Uh, what I find interesting in McVay's history, there's been a number of times, especially when you have Stafford, you're going to deal with injuries. There's going to be a point in time where he's going to go down. And he's dealing with a few things. So who knows how long this ends up being. But since 2020, when McVay is dealing with a backup quarterback, I mean, we're talking about Baker. We're talking about Wolford Perkins. 
seven and three against the spread. Like he finds a way. There's value in the betting market. They're going against him. And the coaching for at least one week will shine through. This is only Rams plus three or nothing for me, guys. Yeah, and I get I get the angle just going going against the Rams here in this spot, but that means you're trusting Jordan Love and you're trusting Love to lay points. No, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, even if the crowd is booing at Lambeau, I still like the Rams side. <laughs> I know, I know this is a desperate situation for that? the Packers, but they yeah. stink. I'm with you. I think the Rams could win outright. Obviously, you kind of want to see what's going to happen with Stafford, but I, even if it's not him, you bring up a great point, Joe. I mean, I remember last year how quickly Sean McVay was able to get Baker ready to go and how impressive that was. Mm-hmm. So if I trust any team to travel, any team to be prepared and get – you know, Ripon ready to go. I trust Sean McVay in this situation. And I think as underdogs, it's a good bet. And I wouldn't be shocked if they even go in the Lambo and win outright because this Packers team is struggling. And I get it. The Rams have been too. But uh, I like this matchup a lot for the Rams. Chris. The Rams were favored in this last week. The Rams are favored in this game. And yeah, that's a significant move down, downgrade, down from Stafford. It was Rams minus one and a half, and now we're Packers minus three. So I'm not arguing that I get it, but it's a lot. The problem with Jordan love is that we're rather than progression, we're seeing regression, right? Like week after week, it feels like it's getting worse. Um, And yeah, you're, you're right. He doesn't have the same weapons that this offense has had in the past, but I mean, this, this is something you hired this head coach to be the guy who would help you transition from one era to another because he's supposed to come from this lineage of great offensive coaches, right? You plucked him right Mm -hmm. from that tree and he's not making the most of Jordan love. And look, sometimes there's only so much a coach can do. Maybe it's Jordan love. Maybe that's the problem. This offense continues to regress after looking kind of promising the first couple of weeks, even in that loss to Atlanta, it's gotten worse and worse. They've scored 20 once in the last five weeks. Um, And that was when they lost by two touchdowns to Detroit. So yeah, there's very little reason to hope that Jordan Love and the Packers offense are going to figure something out this week against the Rams, or maybe even over the course of the next three months, Joe, like there's just, there's not a lot there that gives, that instills hope in, okay. Yeah. Suddenly it's going to click for Jordan Love. Yeah. It's an awful division and they're not a player. It's wide open for somebody to jump in. You have the Cousins injury, and it's not even a consideration. That's how bad things are. And the handicap on the Packers going into the season is, well, what is Jordan Love? I don't know. There's a shrug of the shoulders. There are a lot of people talking about, okay, maybe there's a possibility that, that he's good and the Packers win the division. I keep going back to this. They are the one team that had Jordan Love information. They saw that dude in practice for years, day after day after day. <laughs> They did not want to offer the fifth-year option. And and publicly, they would say the right things. He's, it's his time. He deserves an opportunity. Blah, 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 blah. They they knew more about this guy than anybody, and they're like, nah, nah, I got to see it. And we haven't seen it. Yeah, and I was asking the question the other day, like, is Matt LaFleur, how good of a coach is he? And, Joe, you brought up the point, like, Aaron Rodgers – covered up a lot of these warts and blemishes that the Packers have, right? Like he made them Mm -hmm. look a lot better. And he even didn't look 
all that great. Obviously, his last season there, uh, things were starting to fall apart. But I don't think now, I all the blame shouldn't have been on Aaron Rodgers. I mean, they just have a lack of talent, and I think Lafleur should get some blame for this too. Yeah, they they haven't done enough. Love hasn't been good enough, and Lafleur and the staff haven't done enough to bring him along. And great point, Joe. They they've had a look at this guy for years now in practice every single day and they still haven't been able to unlock him and figure things out. Another weird quarterback situation. Uh, Not to mention the coaching situation. (laughs) Vegas against the Giants. Man, Aiden O'Connell going for Vegas. It looks like Daniel Jones is going to be back for the G-Men, but there's always the outside chance that we get Tommy DeVito. Okay, Um, there's the idea that maybe there's a coach change bounce um for the Raiders that you know addition by subtraction just getting McDaniels out of the way Antonio Pierce making his interim head coaching debut against his former team in the Giants um it's one and a half Raiders by one and a half right now um total at 37 so many ugly totals this week um I I I tend to take the points with the Giants here especially if Daniel Jones is coming back but there's nothing about this game, Joe, that has me running to a window or running to an app. Uh, so I'm trying to figure out. They also fired their OC, Mick Lombardi, which is notable in this spot. So you get the mm-hmm. G- not only the head coach and the GM. Okay, you promote Pierce. Cool. You got rid of the OC. Colin plays. Bo Hardigree. Does anybody have any Bo Hardigree information? Does anybody know anything about no. this guy? Uh, yeah, the quarterbacks coach they they moved up. We yeah we understand. I don't. He he's a he's worked under Adam Gase at numerous spots. The Dolphins and the Eesh. Jets. See, he was here as an offensive uh, offense quality control guy in Chicago, and I mean, boy, these are bad offenses he's going to. Yeah, I have my <laughs> concerns here. Okay, <laughs> I mean, this is going to be a lot. Where you started, Chris, is the fired coach bump a thing? And yeah. I wish I I wish I knew. I think it's split. There's this perception that it is a thing, but if you look at the numbers over the last 20 years, we've seen head coach fired in season 20 times. And what happens in the next game? Against the spread rate, little edge. It's 19 and 16 against the spread. But it is worth bringing up because these teams stink, right? That's why they're firing the coach, having an awful year, right? And they're 16 and 19 straight up. So you would assume in majority of those cases, they were big underdogs, but they're almost 500 straight up. But this is a weird scenario, Aaron, because the team that just fired their coach is a favorite. I don't, I wish the trend and the numbers were better when a coach was fired in season. You said 19 and 16. Gosh. I mean, this is one where I just want to close my eyes and back the Raiders and hope that I do get that new coach bump because I have no idea what is going to happen. All I do know is Devontae Adams doesn't stink. Can they just find a way to get him more than 11 yards? Max Crosby's pretty good. They have some talent on that team. 
They, but yeah, there's just so many question marks all across the board. Don't really know who is calling the plays. Don't know anything about that guy. Can't even remember oh. his name. Bo. So Bo, Bo knows. Bo. So if Bo, if Bo wants to keep this opportunity, think about it from his, his line of thinking. Like, this is my chance. This is what I've been waiting for. I can show everyone what I can do. All right. We all know that okay, Josh McDaniels got fired. Lombardi gets fired. Why? Because in part, Devontae was not part of the offense. So you would think right. that Bo is just going to make sure that Aiden O'Connell looks for Devontae again and again and again. Maybe Devontae props is the way. BetMGM has 74 and a half mm -hmm. receiving yards. That's tough. That's tough with Aiden O'Connell. Yeah. <laughs> you know a lot of unknowns to feel super confident on the side or props it would just have to be luck at this point i think and you're just gonna go for it yeah yeah this is, again this is this is what's so funny about this week to me is that like I, I mentioned earlier sunday you could sit down and watch four really good high level games from 9 30 a.m until about 11 30 p.m eastern some trash and then and then every other game is a crash. Man. We got to we, we got to take our punishment to get those three games. We do. Take this, your medicine. This is what yep. the, the NFL is doing. Hey, I'll tell you, the underdog has a better quarterback. I'll say that if you're looking for a way to handicap this game. Daniel Jones is going to be yeah. playing, it sounds like. Yeah, and, and, and I think – I don't know how much home field advantage there is at Allegiant either, especially for teams coming west. I mean, it's Steelers, Giants, anybody coming from out east to Vegas, it's a vacation for their fans. And so they show up, and the home field advantage really does get mitigated for the Raiders. And I think that's that's mm -hmm. a serious consideration as well. It, it, you're, in some cases, you've got a young quarterback working at home, perhaps in a silent count, because there's more fans of the opposition in the home stadium than there are your own, especially after the coach gets fired and everything goes down. I can't imagine there's Raider fans lined up down the strip to get in to see Aiden O'Connell start. So Giants fans coming east for the weekend, getting cheap tickets, making a day yeah. of it, having a blast and watching Danny Dimes come back. And he doesn't have to, he doesn't have to light the scoreboard up. It's the Raiders. All he's got to do is put up 20 and they're probably in a good spot. Remember that Chargers game this year when O'Connell got the start? He took seven sacks in that game. So that could be a way to play it, even though the Giants aren't great at getting pressure. It was a six-sack Khalil Mack game. So it might be a Sam Howell situation where this dude's just holding on to the football. That's another reason that I'm concerned about trying to play into that fired coach bump. Yeah. The other thing is O'Connell played at Purdue. Do we want to back any guy with Purdue <laughs> affiliations? <Right>? Nope. <laughs> God, are they First. awful? Yeah, yeah. The other Last day, a guy was telling me how he's a Purdue football fan. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry, man. You guys need Cowboy Joe back. Yeah. Does <laughs> Drew Brees have any eligibility left? It's BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. <laughs> Uh, an hour from now, we talk about the line moving on Chiefs, Dolphins, and our Super Contest picks. 20 minutes, we get back into college football week 10 with a handful of ranked matchups. And coming up next, we get a bead on what's going on with the Vikings, some props for tonight and week nine and more. Paul Charchin of KFAN Minnesota, he joins us next right here on the BetQL Network.